there's definitely a certain trial and an error that you have to go through to really get it right. And that's fine because then you just fix it and, and now it works. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast where we talk about Python, career and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian and I'm here with Bob. How are you, man? What's up, everybody? Going well. Thanks. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. End of a week. It's been a long week, but a successful week, as always. Um, very happy to be going into the weekend. So let's get this episode done. It was a long <laughs> week, which explains yeah. the reason we uh, only got the record on Friday. But, you know, we got to ship it. We just got to get it out. Ooh, oh, ship it. Ooh. Ship it. Nice. What are we going to so- talk about? Yeah, that's the topic of the episode, topic of the day. Uh, we wanted to discuss that concept of just shipping it, you know, just getting your code out there, just getting your stuff out there. And yeah, it does touch on perfectionism a little bit, uh, but it is, we're going to link it a little bit more with code this time. So, uh, Bob, you have some examples of shipping it. Well, before you jump in, actually, just what does it mean to you? To me, it means getting your code out there, at least the first iteration fast, without it being perfect, uh, because you acknowledge that you will have to iterate over it and that you're really going to understand and improve it when the code hits the real environment, the real world, and gets real users to use it. Yeah, totally agree. That's a good definition. Yeah, that'll do. That'll (laughs) It's, you know, it's one of those things that at work and in companies and places where they push code, they say, oh, ship it. That's when it's ready to ship. And there's this feeling that we all have that in order to ship the code, it has to be perfect. All bugs have to be out of the code. Uh, every single feature imaginable needs to be implemented uh, in every possible configuration. And, uh, you know, the reality is that's never going to happen. You know, not unless you have a team of 7,000 developers or something. Uh, the reality is for most of us, it's just perfectionism to to think that way. It means we'll never actually ship a final product. So it really is important to find that balance. You do have to ship quality stuff, of course, get get some decent product out there and some code, obviously, but there's no need to wait for everything to be perfect. So, Bob, when it comes to shipping it, you have an example from just this week, right? Okay, so yeah, we uh, we made an exciting new feature on the platform. No, not on well, not on the CoChannels platform, on the PyBytes Books app, which is another uh, application we run. And it was about importing a Goodreads CSV export. So you can you now you now can import your Goodreads books into our PyBytes Books app. It will convert those books into um, our books. We used Google Books API. It was an interesting feature. Uh, <laughs> and definitely uh, we had some issues as we were rolling it out into the test environment. And uh, yeah, grateful we did. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was one of those things where if we'd waited weeks 
for QA testing if we'd waited? I mean, this is this is our project, right? This is something that isn't going to destroy the world if it falls over. Uh, what we wanted to do was just give people an option that they had asked for. And if we'd sat there and waited and, and really struggled with um, perfectionism, instead of just getting something out there, just pushing the code, it wouldn't be where it is today. So what when we shipped it, Bob, what worked and what didn't? Yeah, so locally, interestingly, I had it almost working with concurrent futures, um, which I managed to uh, very proudly convert 200 books in two seconds. But yeah. then, um, of course, the Google Books API said, yeah, you're not going to make 200 calls in five seconds. Uh, so we hit <laughs> the API rate limit. So we got that out first locally and moved to salary task queue and sleeping a little bit between requests so that we don't we didn't hit that api google books api limit uh, that was still local but, uh, <laughs> once we sh uh, shipped it to Oroku in the test environment uh, all of a sudden we got some race conditions with the database so we had to uh, turn on concurrency equals one in the salary worker command um, which we still might want to fix because that shouldn't be, as somebody said on the code clinic this week, it shouldn't be a limitation. So we, we're still going to um, try to make that uh, more async. But uh, yeah, it did happen. And we got some weird double, for example, when I import, imported a bunch of books, I saw them like all duplicated. So there was some race condition going on. Um, but yeah, typical stuff that didn't happen locally. And only when we changed the environment, we went to a Roku where it ran in a real environment so to say um we hit and, and another thing we hit yeah the, a friend of ours tested it and that's actually already out there in production but as you said right it's not the end of the world it's it's, it's a pretty small app so she had like 400 books or so and um so yeah the the, the import worked but uh or let it, it got into the cash table so to say but um, hit a 400 and turns out there's this setting in Django about the maximum uh, amount of form fields. I, I didn't have a clue. Just that was when we are actually already had the problem we were Googling around. Um, yeah, so all kinds of interesting things that happen and, and we're just hard to catch locally. Yeah, I should say like the perfect software doesn't exist. There's definitely a certain trial and an error that you have to go through to really get it right. And that's fine because then you just fix it and, and now it works. Yeah. And the really great points that you bring up, you know, these things we wouldn't have discovered if we hadn't have just pushed it out there. You know, if we hadn't uh, made it live on the website, had people play with it and uh, and give us that feedback, you know, because you and I didn't have 400 plus books to import from Goods, Goodreads. So we wouldn't have hit that. Edge you know, case. we weren't yeah. exactly edge case. And we weren't going to sit there and um, test every single quantity to see what happens. You know, it's just we we did what worked for us. Yeah. Um, and the the other thing that I remember came up was that the duplicate books, because the Google API had books multiple times. Oh, they yeah. don't just have one book. They might, you know, if the IBN um, number or whatever it is on the, on a book changes it's considered a whole different ID. It's a whole different book, even though it's the same book. So say Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, right? The the Is that the first book? Yeah, I think so. The, the very first book, 
there's probably 10 different versions out there. There's the one with the crazy pictures. There's the teenager one. There's the original copy, whatever. Um, same story, but different books from an, <laughs> from an ID perspective. And so if I had that on my existing PyBytes books platform uh, and then imported from Goodreads, I might have duplicate books. I might have one version from PyBytes books and I might have a different version from that the uh, script picks up from the Goodreads when it does the search. So the, again, these are things that we wouldn't have caught locally until we really pushed to production, to real accounts, to um, things like that. And then now we know what to fix. But the reality is people still have this feature. People have still loved it. They've still used it and they're still having a blast with it. So, yep. um, you know, just goes to show that when you ship it, you just get out there and you just push the code it's beneficial for you. It's beneficial for the user, and it's just a great experience all around. Yeah, because your your account is mostly kids' book, so I definitely <laughs> <laughs> didn't anticipate yeah. that. Because of my import, <laughs> I didn't hit that issue, and that seems like with a different kind of book stack, you you did hit that issue. So that was interesting. Settle down. They weren't all kids' books. I yeah. Disclaimer. I mean, even that because internet book, that's not a kid's book. It's one of the densest books I've had to read. Yeah, there were kid's books on there because I read to the kids. It all counts. Um, (laughs) The other thing I want to highlight, um, a bit of a tangent, but the other cool thing that really happened with this feature, it was a semi-complex one. So I really had to think about design, right? Using a cache table. How is this going to work? Um, So I already mentioned the uh, concurrent and multi-threading and versus salary but also like what's the user experience, right? So if they're going to import their books, we shouldn't assume that they just want to add all the books, right? So we made this preview page and used the caching table. Um, so the conversion first stores the books in a cache table. And then you saw the preview, right? You can first select the books that you're going to import, not like this all or nothing thing. Mm. And yeah, that that was that was a great exercise, and it's kind of related to the ship it in the sense that you really get a good practice in design thinking by building those bigger features, right? Yeah, no, brilliant, and yeah, that was that wound up being a really great feature as well for from a user perspective, being able to select the books, you know, because I just did a blanket dump to see if it overwrote the books that I had, but. Uh, in reality, I'd probably go, well, I know this book's already in my PyBytes platform, a PyBytes books uh, account, so I'm not going to bother trying to import it. You know, that would prevent the duplication from happening in the first place, in my my perspective, from my perspective. But, um, yeah, again, that's just a feature that you came up with after you started building and after you started um, trying to really plan this out, and it wound up something that, I really like, and I think a lot of people enjoy as well. Cool. You don't get all the answers when you start building it, right? Uh, things come clear as you go and progress through the feature and, and get get feedback from the people yeah. actually using it. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's the last and, and one of the biggest pieces, right? If you don't ship it, you don't, <laughs> don't even know if you're on the right track. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you know, when you're building, if you just build from start to finish without getting anyone to test it, play with it, uh, push it out there as even if it's just beta, but it's out there for people to use. You know, if you don't do that, you don't. How do you, how do you know you're even on the right track? So, yeah, all the benefits of shipping it. I love it. Yep, I think that's a wrap. 
Um, yeah. That is a wrap. But the, on the reading, yeah, but and on the coding side, but I will mention this because we've brought it up a couple of times this week, our, um, our YouTube channel, which we're very excited about. Exciting. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> well, we decided, for everyone listening, we decided that we need to do more video content. We've had a lot of people appreciate the, you know, screen shares of code, of writing code, the mindset talks that we do, uh, all sorts of things. And, and people just want to see us and do more. And, you know, we, we're humbled by that. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, but it means we have to jump out of our comfort zones, as we've talked many times on this podcast about. Uh, so we're eat- eating our own dog food here. We, we're pushing ourselves out of the comfort zone. We're making the channel better. We've already had designers um, create new images and all that stuff. So it actually looks kind of slick. We're very proud of it. And um, we've set ourselves a lofty goal. What is it, Bob? Tell me. So we were at four or 500 subscribers. I think it's about 500. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago, one week ago. And now we uh, want to bump that up to a thousand by the end of September, I think. Yeah. 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 So that, that to us was completely arbitrary, but it was a stretch goal. You know, I mean, to get to the 500 subscribers that we have on, that we had on YouTube at the start of the week, uh, we, I don't know, that was just random. It just happened organically. Right. But now we're making this concerted push. We thought, well, let's uh, you know shoot for the stars. So we said, let's double it in a month. So that's what we're doing. So if you haven't checked it out, um, look at the you know the, the notes below this um, podcast, and uh, yeah, check out the channel and subscribe. And we'd really appreciate it because then we know that people want to see more of our content, and uh, we'll even get some of these podcasts on there as well. I think, which would be yeah. nice. We might have to actually put clothes on and brush our hair, Bob. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. The YouTube channel, I think the video content will be will be massive, um, and it's it's a great medium to uh, to provide value and and help people. So we're yeah. we're all uh, up for that. Yeah, yeah. And to link it back to the whole ship it category yeah, here, exactly. Talking about when you set such a goal, things start yeah. to happen, and you have to. Yeah, you have to ship, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just pushing stuff out. I'm not saying we're doing things, you know, half baked. Uh, it's just that we are making it a priority now, and we are just pushing it. So just before recording this, we pushed out a YouTube video. You know, yep. Bob, you recorded that today, and we just edited it together. We re- reviewed it together, did all the stuff that you have to do to get a video on YouTube, and uh, pushed it out. You know, no delays, no nothing. We have it on schedule, made a priority during a, during the week. And um, yeah, so there is that essence of just shipping it in other things as well. It's not just code. Um, and being yeah, because, because we were over-perfectionating it a little mm. bit at the start, right? What with tags? What, what, because there's so many, it's like <laughs> an airplane cockpit of, of options in, uh, on, yeah. on YouTube, right? It is very professional. Yeah, But I think we do conclude we, we just have to do what we can right now with the knowledge of the platform we have right now. And over time we will, we will grow and, and we will better understand it, but we just have to ship. Yeah. We just skip half the settings there. We don't know what they do. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. Because we'll, we'll get there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great All example right. of the ship thing. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of our comfort zone, outside of coding, well, it involves coding a bit, I guess, but anyway. Yeah. All, All right. right. Lastly, well, any books? It. Oh, any books? Oh, geez. No, I haven't picked up a new book 
in a little while. I've just been reading what I already have. I've picked up a couple of random little fiction books off the shelf that I've wanted to read over the years. One of the classics that I picked up the other day, I think it was almost two weeks ago, was, oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, Coraline, Coraline by oh. Neil Neil Gaiman. Oh. Anyway, it's, a, it's, a, it's one that it's a, there's a movie about it and stuff, but uh, I'd never read the graphic novel before and I thought I just want something different. So I picked yeah. it up and yeah. yeah, it was really good. Yeah, you told so, me about reading fiction, how relaxing it is, right? Yeah, I quite enjoy it. That's my weekend thing. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. What What about you? No, I have a big reading hiatus right now. I'm uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm coding. I'm coding, and <laughs> I'm just happy about it. Did three salary apps apart from the good reading, two more, and uh, a Slack bot, and mm-hmm. graph. Um, yeah, plotting. So. I'm just happy. Nice. <laughs> no books for yeah, now. Nice. I love yeah. it. So. Actually, you know, the other thing I, I, I'll mention is I've queued up a couple of things to listen to as well. So there's that effortless book. Oh, yeah. I need to get uh, on that as well. Yeah. yeah that, many uh, good things in PDM about that. Exactly. Yeah. Roller and uh, Mike, Mike Abramson were talking about it. So thanks, Mike, Shout for out. that recommendation. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. I'll, um, I'll, I've queued that in Audible and after last night's mindset call. Uh, I've moved it to the top of the queue. So yeah, I only did it live because it wasn't on the browser. But I like, it was like, you know, Amazon. I, that's that's one book I want to buy and read ASAP. Yeah, it just it seems really just sounds great. Yeah, so for productivity, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Well, that's it. That's a wrap. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. As always, just uh, you know, the call to action here. Remember, just ship it. If you're working on anything, ship it. Get a code review in. Get people to look at it, play with it, uh, whatever it is, and. Um, yeah, get it off your local host and get playing in the real world. So I think that's exactly powerful. ship it. And um, yeah, if if you still find that difficult and you need some help, um, hope it's clear by now. We're we're very open and we love the discussions with the community with you. So hit us up on Slack or book a call with us. Um, we're happy to uh, to give some more assistance and dive in. Mm-hmm. And last but not least. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Yeah, check out YouTube. It will be awesome. If we don't, if we don't hit the goal, uh, we quit Pie Bites. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that ever will happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week. All right. See you next week. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to Pie slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.